the tools are there. The breath work is there. The meditation's there. The eating better food is always going to be there. It's just that when you say, oh, I'm off the path, what can I do to get back on today? This is where you're meant to be. Like, I know it. I've never My best self is better than every single person who's going to walk on that platform that night. Gosh, man, that was, was a moment that changed my life, man. Work harder than everyone else and just keep going. Get up and do it again and again and again. The journey to a better you starts right now. Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Better Than Yesterday podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Apologize if my voice sounds a little bit raspy. I'm coming down with a cold. This week, we are doing things a little bit differently. I was joined by my girlfriend, Dana, to talk about all things COVID, the vaccine, and just what we think needs to change in the world of health. So these are definitely topics that people are going to disagree with us. Some of you will agree with everything we say. Some may not, and that is perfectly okay. The only thing I ask of you is to come in with the episode with an open mind and just listen to the whole thing before you cast any judgment. So thanks, guys, for tuning in. Hope you enjoy. I wish I found who actually said it, but uh, the quote, like, when you're healthy, all you want is everything. You want material stuff. You want new car, new whatever. And then when you're sick, all you just want to do is be healthy. Yeah, I referenced that quote this week in, I think, an Instagram post or something. I was like, oh, stolen from Angelo, who stole it from somebody else. (laughs) Stole from somebody else. Yeah, I think that's so true, though. This week, well, I wasn't sick until yesterday, so you spent like five days being sick. Yeah, since last Sunday, I started getting sick. Are we allowed to say that you had a cold? You just had a cold? Yeah, if colds exist anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I have a cold, just a cold. Yeah, and And I do too, but we podcast on. Yeah, and we got tested for COVID because that's what you're supposed to do. No COVID. Well, I think it's important to do this. I haven't done a solo podcast in a while because I felt like I was not in the best place and I was just complaining. I was injured in weightlifting and then that kind of dominated all my solo podcasts. So, But I think it's important to keep you guys a little bit updated what's going on in our life and how we're using tools what books that i'm reading what we've been doing with the reading challenge I like how you say what you're reading i started reading too yeah that's true <laughs> yeah i think but it's important to show you guys that i'm doing the work as well not just talking about it and i think one of the things i was talking with you about recently was how i just want to get more in depth on the podcast with people i I can bring on any high-level weightlifter, athlete, or coach, and we can talk about sets and reps and how many times they train, what sports they played when they were younger. But I want to get more towards the deeper stuff, like what makes them tick, what was something that they had to overcome, because I think everyone has a story like that. But I just have to do a better job of kind of pulling that out of people. Yeah, I mean, I think it's also like you don't want to, you want to make sure you're asking the questions that, they're comfortable with, right? Yeah. But I don't know. I think it's way more interesting, just my opinion, I think it's way more interesting to hear about people's stories that aren't the same old, same old on every single podcast that they go on. And it's not just saying, yeah, I've been a gymnast for this long and that's why I'm good at weightlifting or I've been to this national competition and this competition and this is my next goal. Like, yeah, that's great. And those people are awesome. I'm happy to listen to them on your podcast. But 
I think conversation that does go a little bit deeper is pretty cool too. Yeah. And I think a lot of people have overcome stuff, but maybe it just has never come out. Like they've never been asked to talk about it. And that's something that I can do better as a host, like being more prepared and, and directing a conversation in a way that sparks them to want to share that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think you do a great job of continuously growing and looking for feedback as you continue your podcast. Um, do you have any prospects for like this new kind of deeper level? We have a couple coming up and I think, yeah, that's been huge. The people who have actually been honest with me and said, I don't like that you do this, or I think you could do this better. That's so helpful. So you can, good feedback, I don't think is that valuable. People telling you how great you are, it doesn't really do much for you. And yeah, it's nice to hear that. It's nice to hear that the podcast is helping people a little bit, but I don't want it to just be stagnant. I don't want it to be the same story over and over again. There's a lot of people who are good at weightlifting out there. There's a lot of people who are experts at a lot of stuff, but why did they want to become experts at that? What obstacles did they face? What, yeah, you know, pushed them into that? Yeah. Everybody's got a different story. That's what makes them unique. Yeah. Well, I think the last time we did this, we, we've done a couple of podcasts together about your nutrition business and stuff. But I think the last time we really sat down and talked was the beginning of the quarantine. Yeah. When we, what did you name the podcast? The, the one, one not about COVID. Yeah. The one we don't talk about coronavirus. That's when we were still calling it coronavirus. Yeah. Did you ever think that we'd be in this position now at when we actually recorded that podcast? What, like having COVID still a year, 14 months later? Yeah, like I later? thought it'd be gone. I thought it'd be gone in two weeks. Yeah, well, so did everybody else, I guess. Yeah, and I think I want people to... First off, we're not doctors. We're not anyone, really. This is just our opinion. And I think uh, this might go against what people are hearing on the news. It might go against what people believe in. But I think... It's important to have conversations that you disagree with somebody. And I think a lot of times what's really good about our relationship is that we do disagree on a lot of things, not, not major things, but there's points where you tell me, no, your logic behind that is flawed. And I always enjoy that. I always enjoy, you know, having to look up stuff and realize, oh, when I do say a blanket statement like that, I have to take it back. I have to really look at the science and... Yeah, I think it's just been a strange time. It's just been interesting that the last year plus, it's caused so many ripples in relationships, in friendships, in just everyone has a, a stance. And it's like, I just don't understand how it became so political. I don't understand how it has caused people to lose friendships I mean I've had some friendships I won't say end but they've changed I think and it's it's a shame that people it's almost like are we scared to have our own opinion are we scared to go against the grain are we scared to think something differently than other people because why is it called an opinion then yeah, and I think the biggest thing... Can you pull the microphone just a little closer? Yeah, that should be good. I think the 
the biggest thing is that there's only one side or the other. We're being told right now, you're a you believe in the vaccine or you're anti-vaxer. You're you're either racist or you're anti-racist. There's no in between. And I think we've lost the ability to have those conversations. There's so many things that you have to tread lightly. And I think in a way that's a good thing. We're all watching what we say a little bit more and we're all, I think we've been given a sense of compassion. Like a lot of stuff has been brought to the forefront that we didn't think was a problem so I think that's definitely a positive, but the the ability to disagree with people now has just gone out the window. Yeah, I think what you said about having to watch what you say and tread lightly, I think, at least for myself, I've been thinking a little bit more before I speak. Even now, I'm thinking before I say something, whereas if we were to do a podcast six months ago, I would have just been blurting out stuff, you know? And that'll still happen. But if I really sit back and think on the last year, I that's what's changed most about me is thinking before speaking. And how is what I say going to be heard? How is it going to come across? So like that's what's changed for me. But I also think it has been really shitty that we can't have I feel like with some people that I'm friends with, I can't have open conversation about COVID or getting the vaccine versus not getting the vaccine. It's just been so hard for me. Like, I, I'm i lucky that I do have friends that see my point of view. And even I'm even luckier, I think, to have some friends that don't see my point of view and that have gotten the vaccine but they're like oh you don't want to get it okay that's your choice like cool and those are the people that I appreciate so much because they're not pushing their narrative on me they're just understanding like okay cool that's what you want to do go for it yeah and I don't even know when it became a thing our friends I don't even think would ask if we got the vaccine if we didn't say whether one way or the other but if we didn't get it, awesome. If we did, cool. We don't care either way. We're still going to love you as people. Right. But the people that have gotten vaccinated that we're friends with, they're like, when are you getting yours? When When's your appointment? Like, what's going to happen? It, it's just, there. It's I feel as though those that are pro-vaccine are only pushing the vaccine. They're not really seeing our side of it and like what we've been doing for ourselves, you know, because you feel the same way as I do. Like, why don't you want to get the vaccine? Well, the biggest thing for me, they're saying we don't understand COVID yet. We don't know the effects of this thing. We don't know how long it's going to last. But you created a vaccine in six months and you fully understand that. Like you can't even, and there's been so many people who have come out and say, on the other side who have said that opinion that, hey, we don't know the facts of the vaccine. We're not even sure of the science on that. And all those people have been shut down. Everything on Facebook that is pushed. And I've been going a little overboard on the news and probably the anti and 
even having to say anti-vaxxer, but the people who are just raising questions and the people who are thinking about it differently. And you see the World Health Organization, you see who it's funded by, and you're like, wow, the, the, the levels that things actually go to. I was on factcheck.org looking at stuff, and you see, oh, that's sponsored by Facebook. They're funded by Facebook. So, And everything on Facebook is pro-vaccine. Everything's this celebrity got the vaccine. This person had zero side effects. This is where you can get it. And I think there's been a lot of good that came out of the vaccine. I think a lot of people we're seeing in Westchester, people walk around without masks. We're seeing people hug who don't live in the same household. Yeah, that's, that's fucking fantastic. awesome. Yeah. Like, it's been entirely too long. It really has. And people are going to disagree with me, and that's okay. I don't, I'm not looking like I'm a little bit weary of talking about this on the podcast because it's, it is opinionated. And I mean, you're going to get blasted for this one, I'm sure. But regardless, not just you, but I mean the podcast. Um, but yeah, it's just been too long. And the point of like, we're not anti-vaxxers. I'm not anti-vaccines. I'm just, I don't see a reason for me to get the COVID vaccine because one, you're right, they did create it very quickly. And I've always said in the very beginning, like they know how to create vaccines. They know how to make vaccines. But we don't know if this is going to be a yearly shot. We don't know how long you're going to be immune for. We don't know the long-term effects. And what really got me was when we were doing some research like last week, and somebody commented on some thread and was like, leave that to the COVID experts. And I was like, COVID experts? There's no such fucking thing as a COVID expert. Because to be an expert, you have to study something for more than 10 years. Sorry, but COVID has been around for now, what, a year and a half? It's no one is an expert on this. Nobody knows we don't know very much about this at all. And for it to be labeled as a pandemic, yeah, I believe it's a pandemic because it's happened all over the world. It's just, it's really, I'm like so hesitant to say how I really feel because we're just going to get blasted. But like, why do I care? Yeah, well, I think it's, if you hear our tones, we're not, screaming at people who have gotten the vaccine saying you're a fucking idiot we're not on the street saying take off your mask it's over we're not saying any of that but I think there's just that opinion has been lost that you can't be one side or the other you can't be either screaming at people or no you're saying like you have to be yeah 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 that's what I mean you have to either be on one side you have to be a conspiracy theorist you're a crazy person and if you a lot of the people who are against the vaccine who are anti-lockdown if you want to say that are not dumb people they're not people who are conspiracy theorists they're just saying wait maybe there's something more going on here yeah or maybe let's talk about it yeah and maybe that maybe there's something else that we should be promoting maybe instead of just promoting staying inside, closing all the windows and, you know, praying that everything's going to be fine in two weeks. Like instead of that, what we've been doing the last 14 months, 
you know, what was it? A month ago that they just started promoting that, um, what, 70% of all COVID cases that people were obese. overweight or obese. Yeah. Um, that just came out. That was not promoted last year. And when gyms were shutting down last year, everyone who was fighting for the gyms to stay open, they were kind of looked at like, fuck you, you just want to go to the gym. And it's like, no, that's not it. The gym is a way to stay healthy. A gym is the way to like, not only physically, but mentally too. I've noticed is that we've started to prioritize physical health and what we perceive as physical health over mental health. We've stopped taking care of ourselves mentally yeah, because we want to prioritize our physical health. But I think our definition in general of physical health is wrong. Not being sick doesn't mean that you're healthy. Yeah. Like that's a good one. Yeah. I think avoiding write that down. I didn't. You should write that down. (laughs) But like avoiding going outside and avoiding hugging people and smiling and checking in on your friends and just that connection, that's health to me. Health to me isn't not having a virus or not having a sore throat like I do now. That's not that's not my definition of health. My definition of health is hanging out with people that I love and, you know, being able to be expressive with my opinions. It's going to the gym and having fun, throwing down weights. And I talked when I had Taylor on the podcast, we talked about the super total and just how cool that was to bring a bunch of people who don't know each other really, but you put a barbell in their hand and everyone's best friends. Mm -hmm. No one even remembered what was going on for those two or three hours everyone was just focused on snatch clean bench squat and deadlift and I thought that was the coolest thing ever yeah it's just it is amazing to me that you know I'm willing to open up my mind and hear different sides and people's opinions and stuff however if people have stayed inside of their house for the last 14 months and have only seen one other human being this whole time in person, it's sad. It's really, really sad to me. And that fear has been instilled in them through the media, through the government, through businesses who have been following these mandates since day one. And I'm not saying that there shouldn't be protocols or there shouldn't be precautions. I'm not saying that. I am saying that we need to look at this from a broader lens. And like, there's there's so much fear, and I think that's what they're, they've been leading with for this whole time. And everyone was talking about, oh, but what about all the deaths? And, and there's so many people that are dying, and we're trying to protect all the other people. Sometimes you have to be a little selfish. And like, I learned that in therapy. <laughs> Therapy has taught me, sometimes I have to be a little selfish. I have to look out for myself. And we do have to look out for ourselves. And in the way that I'm looking out for myself and my mental health is going about my life. We've gone out last year. We got together with friends. We had a couple, you know, small gatherings of, of people at like Kim's house and stuff. Like, we're not going crazy. We traveled last year. We went to Rhode Island. We, we're living our lives and we're still, you know, quote unquote, playing it safe and we're doing the things that we're told to do because we won't be allowed into restaurants if we don't wear a stupid mask. But 
I don't know. It's people have lost the sense of who they are. Like, do you feel that way? Do you know anyone who's been? I know I I do, but do you know anybody who's been inside for over a year? I don't know about people who have been inside, but the biggest thing I've seen is how willing people have been to just follow the rules and who don't even ask any questions. As I've started to loosen up how often I wear a mask in a store, which is virtually none now. Oh, you're going to get so roasted for this. <laughs> right. Well, right now, the only place that I have to wear a gym is technic or have to wear a mask is technically in the gym, which I'm doing because I want to keep going to the gym. But uh, yeah, like going into a store and the first time I did it, the first time I took off the mask and went into a store, I had so much anxiety about it and so much fear and I think that's the problem that people on the other side don't see how much anxiety I have to go into a store without a mask, how scary that was for me to do something that I'm entitled to do that. And that you've been doing for 26 years, 25 years, yeah, you know, cause it's I've, last year. I've always went into stores during flu season without a mask on prior to this year. And I think even the ability that I've, done my research i've listened to a lot of different experts i've listened to a lot of so-called experts who are not either but on both sides and i made the decision hey i don't think that this is going to protect me and i'm gonna i'm willing to take the risks and if you call that selfishness you call that you know being an asshole or that i'm killing people that's something that i have to live with and i can look in the mirror and say i don't think i'm doing the wrong thing but yeah, the, the amount of fear that I had to do something that we've literally always done is insane. And that's gone away a little bit as, and I see more people in Giant and Wawa not wearing a mask and hey, the, the numbers are going down yeah. as more people are being laxed on what the rules are. And I mean, yeah, I feel like there's going to be so much hate on this because people are going to say, I always, you, you know, when we sit here and talk at night, like... We talk about our opinions, but then I'm the first one to say, but the other side, they would say, like, you know, the numbers are going down because more people have gotten vaccinated. Okay, sure. That might be true. Everyone who wants to get a vaccine has gotten at least one dose already, if not two, and good for them. If that's what's causing the numbers to go down, great. But, I mean, there have been some states that haven't had the mandates that Pennsylvania has had and their numbers have gone down for quite some time. And it's just, I don't know. It, it just, it continuously blows my mind. Like we forgot that people die and I'm not being incompassionate or uncompassionate, whatever the word is. I'm not being like an asshole. I, you look at the, you look at the statistics and it's unfortunate, like even some of my friends who I've told, we have friends in nursing and we have several people who have had someone die in their family who did not have COVID, did not test positive, but was ruled a COVID death. And that's pretty fucked up. Like, But you can't even, you can't bring that up. I can't bring that up because then people are going to, beat me down and say, but you don't know that. And like, it, it is COVID and it, 
false negatives, whatever they're going to say. You know, it's just, when is it going to end? When do you think it's going to end? Like, what I don't are we know. doing here? I don't know. I think, I mean, I did hear The Daily, which is a New York Times podcast, so obviously take that with what it is. But they said it could take 20 to 40 years to reach herd immunity and to go through the cycle. And I'm thinking 20 to 40 years. Yeah, but and other sources will say up to four years. Yeah. I've read up to four years and I can't spit off where I've read it. I, I've just read it somewhere. But we don't know. The thing is, we don't know. We don't know shit about this virus. It's a fucking year later. And we still don't know. I, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm just done with it. I'm really done with it. And that's going to sound selfish. And people will attack me for that because, you know, oh, just because you're done with it doesn't mean that it's over. No, it doesn't mean that it's over. But more people have to start getting back to living their damn lives. I know somebody, remember um, the guy Larry who I used to work with? Mm -hmm. He posted this amazing thing on Facebook. He had COVID. He had COVID pretty bad. He was in the hospital for a while. He spent his birthday in the hospital. He was in isolation, all this stuff. And he came out. He's in recovery and everything. He had to go to PT. Um, I forget for what, but went to PT. He's finally going back to work. He's feeling great. He posted on Facebook as someone who has experienced a severe case of COVID and ended up in the hospital. I can wholeheartedly tell you to go out and don't stop living your lives. Like that's powerful, right? Someone who has had it. And of course, again, I'm thinking about the other side. The other side is going to say, well, not everyone who had COVID that bad is going to say that. No, but personally knowing someone who has had it that bad, I think that's pretty cool that he is totally willing to say, you can't let it rule your life. You have to go out and live your life. So I don't know. Hopefully we won't be sitting here another next year's <laughs> podcast and doing this. Well, as I was hearing you talk and thinking about, okay, so what? what's the solution? What can we bring to light that's going to be a good thing? And some of the numbers that I was reading on obesity and uh, mental health were pretty scary. Like looking at so obesity, they were saying, can triple the rate of hospitalization. And, and that was on the World Health Organization's website, right? That's the CDC. Oh, okay. So you're three times more likely to go to the hospital with COVID if you're obese. So for the last year and a half, what have people been doing? Not getting healthier. They've been washing their hands. They've been wearing a mask. They've been staying six feet apart. And there's been very limited talk on going to the gym. There's been very yeah. limited talk about eating more vegetables and just doing things to Moving take care your body. of yeah, taking care of yourself, getting your steps in, getting up for getting up for a walk at lunch at work. I know basically everyone on my team does not leave their desk the entire day. They just sit there. And that's something that we need to be communicating to people. Hey, this virus is a lot worse if you're obese. And I'm not saying shame fat people. That's 100% not what I'm saying. Yeah, I was just thinking, shit, here come the fat shamers. <laughs> but no, it, if you're obese, that is something, you know, maybe it's something you've caused, maybe it's not. But 
we're 14 months into this. That's something that you could have changed over this last year. And if you didn't, it's okay. But now is the time that, hey, you got to get outside. You got to get in the sun. Join a gym. Like the hormones that you get from just going to the gym and doing something difficult transfers over in every single thing in your life. Yeah. Like struggling. I've been going to CrossFit and getting out of breath and sweating. It's You can't put a price tag on that and you can't sell that. The CDC can't come out and say, hey, exercise an hour a day, five days a week for three years and you're going to lose a bunch of weight. Change around your diet. Stop eating chips and, and dip and salsa and whatever. And yeah, hey, hey, hey. yeah you hey. don't have to do that for the rest of your life. That doesn't mean... <laughs> That doesn't mean that going to McDonald's one time is a bad thing, but I mean, it's just, there's no talk of this. There's nobody coming out. I mean, there are people, there are a lot of good people who have come out and said this stuff, but it's suppressed by the mainstream media who's selling you on death, who's selling you on fear, who's selling you on, these are the guidelines, these are the rules, this is this is what people who have your best interests in mind want for you. But it's it's not. It's not the right thing. And I think this is probably the first time I've ever really gotten heated on the podcast. But, like, we got to end this shit. And it doesn't mean stop wearing your mask. I'm not saying don't get a vaccine. I'm not saying those things. But take care of your fucking self. Take care of your body. Take care of your mind. All these things. All these things that we're talking about, smiling at people, seeing somebody's teeth is important. It is. Hugging your friends is important. If you're not going to hug your friends because of the 0.001% chance that you could get COVID and well, 0.001% chance that you're going to die, maybe I think 10% of the population has gotten COVID. So you have a one in 10 chance and then you have a very limited chance of dying, but we've forgotten that getting in the car, you have a very low chance of dying in a car accident. Getting on an airplane, you have a low chance of dying. Walking across the street, a car could hit you. And you're not going to live your life because of because of that fear. And yeah, anybody dying is a bad thing. It, if Maybe if my family, if somebody in my family got COVID and died, maybe I'd have a different opinion. But I'm only going off my experience. I'm going off the research that I've done, the people I've listened to. And and even the, people who have talked with us that we didn't know, like the people that picked up the piece of furniture the other day. Like she was telling us um, that her husband's sister got COVID and was in the hospital in isolation and on event and all this stuff. And he was rolling his eyes like, yeah, I mean, she's fine. But <laughs> I didn't ask the personal question of because we were just selling furniture to them. But like, is she overweight? Does she have high blood pressure? Does she have diabetes? Is she, does she, you know, an autoimmune disease, it can develop over time based on your habits and your lifestyle, but you can also be born with an autoimmune disease and that's not your fault. So I'm not saying that everything is just your fault or not your fault. You know, it's, it's not black and white. There's a lot of gray, but yeah, we don't know anyone who's died from COVID and luckily, but we forgot that people die from the flu and we we forget that people die from having diabetes and or smoking cigarettes or or lung cancer yeah it's just i think that's what's just got me so like 
wrapped up in this whole thing the last year because we just forget how important our health is. And ironically, we're both sick right now. <laughs> I'm getting over it. You're just getting the gold. But um, yeah, it's it's just crazy how black and white it's become and how like one-sided or the other. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing that I've thought of as I've been journaling these thoughts out, I'll usually talk about this in my journal at night. My life is pretty awesome. And I don't want to say that selfishly, but yeah, this ha this pandemic has been rough on a lot of people. But I get to do pretty much everything that I want to do all day. We have great friends. We have we have the gym, we can go out to eat. There's just so many good things that we have in our lives. We have our health and I don't think that we've ever appreciated it as much as as we're kind of coming out of this thing. Like, yeah, all the things that we get to do, all the freedoms that we have, pretty fucking sweet. Yeah. I mean, I think that's also the other thing. Now me putting my nutrition coach hat on, I always think about people who say, oh, I can't have this. I can't do that. I can't do that. And they focus on the negatives and, and what they can't do and what they're restricted on versus I can eat all the vegetables I want. I can try new foods. I can have my ice cream. I can, you know, I can still do all these things. I can meet new people and make new friendships at the gym. I can go out for a walk and enjoy the sun. There's, we need to focus on the things that we can do, right? And people are so fucking negative focusing on the shit that they can't do this past year. It's like, just because you're vaccinated, I'm sorry, that doesn't give you the right of passage to go out to dinner. You've had that right. You could have gone out to dinner last year. Like, it's, it blows my mind. However, for those of you that are pro-vaccine, I, I hear you. I get it. If you needed the vaccine to make you feel comfortable and to make you feel better about being around your family who might be um, vulnerable. more yeah, vulnerable or more susceptible to illness... I get it. Good for you for trying to also protect them. It's just, I, I see both sides. I really do. But I just wish we would be promoting health more. I really, that's like my main disappointment in this country. We don't promote health. We promote fear. Yeah. So what can we do? Like, where do we go from here? How do we get people to exercise how do we get people to change up their diets dude i don't know i i've been like struggling a little bit with th my nutrition coaching business it's it's pretty slow right now it actually picked up i started it last year right and it was great last year i had a bunch of clients everyone was having such great success and i have few clients right now um and i i'm concerned that people don't think that their health is as important as it is or they don't think that nutrition or fitness is what's going to make them healthy they only think that the vaccine and staying inside is what's going to make them healthy and that's not true that's flat out not true so I think that if we are if you're a person who's listening and you work out like promote it Promote whatever gym you go to or whatever physical activity you do so that other people can see that you're having more fun getting fit. 
I don't know. I think, I think we don't promote that enough. And maybe we don't, I mean, I, I still don't even promote food enough. Like food has the ability to fucking change you. I see, I still see some of my clients that I had last year that are doing so well and they still talk to me about what they're eating and making sure that they're getting their fistfuls of vegetables and like, you know, they're, they're keeping the weight off that they wanted to lose because not everyone comes to me to want to lose weight. But I think that we just need to promote the healthy stuff more, right? Promote the fun without judgment. Like people are going to judge all day and it's sad, but it's true. I don't know if that's going to go away anytime soon. Did you have any ideas that came to mind about what you can do to yeah, I think pro- I think promoting diet is huge. And you as a nutrition coach, I've gotten to look at it from an outsider's perspective. I've never heard you once tell somebody that you can't have ice cream. I've never told I've never heard you say that you can't drink wine a couple nights a week or that you can't you can't do anything. Yeah. Like your your approach is very inclusive. It's add those things in, but what are your habits? Like how much water are you drinking per day? How do we add an extra water bottle or how do we add an extra handful of vegetables? So I don't think the stuff that we're talking about is very revolutionary and it's not sexy to say, Hey, you need to say you need to lose 30 pounds. That might take a year or two. That's not sexy to come out and say, yeah, it's sexy to say you're going to lose 30 pounds in 30 days. Yeah. And that, and that you're going to join a new gym and you're going to hit PRs all the time and you're yeah. going to go in there and it's going to be great. You're going to ha- you're going to be motivated every day. And yeah, I think that's something cuz I've talked about this on the podcast Instagram. I am not a person who's going to try to motivate people as in a rah-rah guy. But yeah. w- what I can do is be sustainable and just as the way I do the podcast is just, it's just one podcast a week. And that's how our health needs to be. It means it needs to be a couple good choices every single day You know, uh, over a long period of time. Yeah. You know, what's cool that you said like last week though, you said to me, and this is so cool because seeing you and how you've grown and shifted your paradigm over this past year, over the past couple years that I've known you, but you were always like, oh, everyone at the gym needs to be serious. Everyone at the gym, they need to come five days a week to see results. And oh, that person's complaining because they can't squat that much. Well, they haven't been here in two weeks, so their consistency is off. But now, just last week, you said, you know, Dana, like I'm seeing myself look at people and say, wow, they showed up today. Like, that's great. And I was so proud of you for thinking like that because that's not like you. And seeing your paradigm shift is really fucking cool. Yeah. I've always been that person who, if you're not consistent, then you can't complain. And if you're not seeing seeing the results, like, what are you doing on a daily basis? And yeah, it's not about that. You're going you're gonna to make mistakes. You're going to fuck up. You're going to fall off the wagon. You're going to eat a lot of pizza some weekends and drink a lot of wine. And you know what? That's awesome. Like do it and don't regret anything. But when it comes time to get back on track, those tools are always going to be there. Just use them. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's a thing that I was talking with Mike Morris about. The tools are there. 
the breath work is there, the meditation's there, the eating better food is always going to be there. It's just that when you say, oh, I'm off the path, what can I do to get back on today? Or what can I do back to get back on the path on Monday? And yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. It's just like you don't have to be all or nothing. You don't have to be on the path or off the path. If you notice that you're slipping a little bit, okay, you saw that, great. Be objective with yourself. Hey, maybe I'm not doing the things that I said I was going to do. Awesome. I'll get back to it today. Like, what's one thing I can do? And even with with the reading challenge, I've seen, like, people are reading five, ten pages a day, and you're reading 12 books a year. Mm -hmm. That's that's pretty cool to me, that it doesn't take you sitting down and reading and meditating and doing all these things for hours a day. Yeah. Sometimes you might have two minutes to take care of yourself. If you do, close your eyes for two minutes and be grateful for what you have or write down something in your journal that you think is important. That's all you need. You don't yeah. need to do all the tools. You don't need to have a be a biohacker or to optimize every single thing in your life it's just a couple things daily and keep rolling yeah I mean it's it really is stupid simple and I think people just put too much thought into it like you don't have to think too much you just have to do it yeah and the cool thing is looking back on yourself two or three years after that you start doing the simple things and you're like, wow, yeah, so many things have changed. I've gotten so much better at this. And, you know, it wasn't, I did this thing every single day and I spent eight hours on the podcast. I spent all this research time. It might just be, hey, five minutes, I reached out to somebody new. I listened to a podcast and got a different perspective or a different idea on asking a question this way or that way. And you know, a year, two years, three years in, you're like, wow, this has been amazing. Like how far I've come. How do you feel you've been different the last couple of years? So many ways. I think like you said, the black and white thinking is just, it's not all the way gone, but it's going away that people don't have to be super consistent. People don't have to be one way or not that way. And I think just noticing that, just like kind of looking at people and I've always struggled with compassion, like having compassion for people, especially during this time when you see the obesity rates are so high, I think, of, oh, that person's at McDonald's, not like, oh, maybe that person's just in a rush and they're getting a salad at McDonald's, like noticing that perspective shift and in my thoughts and just like, I think just looking at things choosing to be positive when I notice something when I notice a judgment coming on or when I notice me thinking in a certain way I can take an objective look at myself and be like okay I'm judging this person why what is causing me to do that what don't I like about myself that I'm seeing in that other person yeah, that's pretty huge. And I've noticed that about you too over the last, especially the last year. Like I've noticed you thinking more positively. And that's, I mean, that's really cool to see. I think it's a great growth. Yeah. And you know what both of us have done during the pandemic? We went to therapy. We've done stuff for our mental health. We've taken care of ourselves. We've gotten enough sleep. We've dialed in our routines. 
and yeah, not every day. Some days we watch Netflix for five or six hours, <laughs> you know, we binge stuff. But I think we've both taken a priority to our health. And I think knowing that it was going to be that this long, 14, 15 months, and who knows how long this is going to go on. But we've, everyone could have been in this place. Everyone could have been for the negative side. They could have been in that place on the positive side. And we just didn't take the opportunity to, to let people know about this stuff. Yeah. So what do you, what else do you have going on? We talked a <laughs> lot about COVID. Yeah. I think, um, I think this was good though. Like guys, I want you to comment and I want you to let me know your opinion. If you disagree, show me the facts, show me why you think a different way. And trust me I'll if you're gonna attack me and just message me and say I'm a piece of shit because I cited this study and not this study then I'm just not gonna listen to you but if you have legitimate arguments and you think differently than me I'd love to hear it yeah I don't I, even like the word argument I I really don't and I understand why it's used it it is an argument like one one way versus the other but it doesn't have to be an actual argument it can be a statement it can be an opinion it can be a thought it doesn't have to be an argument I think that's where we lost so many people over this last year and a half where everything has to be an argument everything has to be my way or not my way yeah and just just two people who can have a difference of opinion and go about their life yeah 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 that's it well so what else do we got we're uh, we're moving and yeah, I'm moving again. I just realized I wrote in my journal the other night. I'm like, oh my God, I hope we're in this new apartment like for a couple years because I moved after I sold my house that I was in for six or seven years. I lived at my mom's for one year, lived in Philly one year, lived in this apartment one year. That's three moves. This is going to be my fourth move in four years. Yeah, moving definitely sucks. Yeah, it does. But I'm excited for this new apartment. Like, I do like this apartment a lot. I think it was really good for us to get into town and we love being in Westchester, right? Nice walkable area and it's great, but you know, we need a little bit more space and I think it'll be good for the plants. We'll have some more windows. <laughs> yeah. I think a fresh start's always good. I like think just ha be, having a clean slate. Yeah. And like, it'll be quieter too. Yeah, so hopefully the podcast quality, you guys will notice a little bit of a difference. We're going to have carpet in the new studio. And it's just funny, like how how many different spaces I've had for the podcast. Like I've done some in your old apartment. I did some oh, yeah. at my mom's house. I did some at this apartment. So it's like... You did some in the closet? Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> just growing. It's just growing with us. And I, I think, you know, everything in life is an opportunity to grow and let's get all the cliches out but no seriously I think um this journey has been so much fun and like living together and getting to know each other and like we have talks like this and and a lot of times we disagree with each other like on this topic yeah. on this topic we're pretty um pretty in sync but there's a lot of things that you make me question myself which I think is a good thing I don't think you you make me question in a bad way, but you make me question why do I think a cer certain thing and either strengthen my belief or be able to say, oh, wow, I was wrong about that. 
Yeah. I mean, I think we're pretty good for each other. (laughs) (laughs) I would hope so at this point. It was funny. I told you that when I was talking to my girlfriends about moving in with you last year, I was like all nonchalant about it. Like, yeah, we're going to move in. We'll see. We'll see what happens. And they're like, um, that's it. Like you're, you're not a hundred percent sure. Like, cause we were dating for what? Six months. Yeah. yeah six yeah, months. And we moved in, but you know, it's yeah. working. <laughs> it was funny. Cause I even told my mom like, Oh, if, it, if we break up or anything, I'll just move back in here. Yeah. And she's like, what you're planning on breaking up? And I'm like, no, but if we do, it's yeah, fine. Like that's not the plan. We were both just like, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I think we would we would have been really adult about it. Yeah. Because like, we would have seen each other at the gym and stuff. Well, I think looking at any relationship that way is is good. Like, you have to love yourself first. If you don't take care of yourself and your health and all the things that we're talking about, if you don't take care of yourself first, you're not going to be good with another person, you know? Yeah, that's true. I think we both really place a high value on ourselves as individuals and then we're able to come together and I think that makes it that much better that we're both really content with where we are and who we are as people and I think that makes the relationship stronger not that I have to rely on you for a certain thing and you have to rely on me for a certain thing yeah yeah all about teamwork yeah and there's been it's not like it's been a hundred percent up like we've had what it hasn't (laughs) i mean we've had times where we've we fought and uh, very little though i think but i think like we've had times we've had disagreements yeah where we just weren't in alignment but like i think something that also you asked me like what's different about myself is that i'm able to look at big picture a lot more and I think about this with the dishes because you never do them. I do <laughs> do the dishes. Come on. <laughs> but like if I died, if I went out of the house and got hit by a bus and the last thing I said to you was you never do the dishes, I'd be pretty upset with myself. Like all the good things that you do, all the love that we do have for each other. And that's the one thing I chose to focus on for that day. That's when I'd be like, wow, I fucked up. Well, I appreciate it. I am glad that you do the dishes in my lack of doing the dishes, but... What do you think's changed for you? Like, how have you grown this last year or two? Well, I mean, I'm always trying to better myself in ways of health and not just physical. Like, I'm continuously going to the gym. That's not new. It's not news for anybody. Everyone at my last job was like... Oh, you go into the gym today? You go into the gym? Like, that's just who I was. And now with this new job, everybody does some sort of fitness, which is cool. Like, we all have that in common. Um, so I've been really trying to focus on mental health the last year. Started going to therapy last year, which has been really good. It's been really, really good for me. Um, she makes me think about things that just in a different way, you know, And I always, I joke with her, like, I don't need her to tell me that I'm right in my way of thinking. I'll vent to her about something and just be really pissed off about something. And she'll tell me in a way that like, oh, you're right. And I'm like, no, I don't need to be told I'm right. I just need, if there is another way to look at this, I want to know. So I think that's how I've changed. I want to know 
different opinions and different sides and how to look at things differently. And I think I've been doing a pretty good job of that, especially lately, thinking before I react to something and setting boundaries of things that like if someone starts talking to me about something like it happens in sometimes our group chats with um, some of my friends, like they'll start talking about something that I don't necessarily have any value to add. I don't necessarily want to talk about it because it doesn't make me happy or it doesn't provide value in my life. I just won't respond. And, you know, some people would call that rude. I don't call it rude. I don't look at it as rude. I look at it as, listen, I would rather sit back and let you guys converse about that rather than me adding something that will probably look like I'm arguing you. And I've just been doing that a little bit more. Do you have any tips on going to therapy, like finding the right therapist? Were you nervous to actually go for the first time? Um, Kind of. Well, I saw a therapist a few years ago. Like this isn't my first go around with therapy. However, my first therapist was awful. I went to her, I think three times. And they usually, they pretty much always say like the first therapist is not necessarily the right therapist for you, but you have to be okay with dishing out that money and finding, you know, the right person. So unfortunately, it that's one thing that really pisses me off. Like mental health really should be covered more so. We pay a lot of money out of pocket for mental health. And I think that's why America is so fucked up because <laughs> it's it's too expensive. You know, it really is. So anyway, I my only tip would be to just start looking. Just commit to looking and... Like, it just reminded me, I have a friend who has been wanting to go to therapy, and I now have to check up on her and see if she's gone out and found one. But I don't know. Um, just start looking. Just set the appointment and just know that the first one you see, it's probably not the one. Yeah, I think that's good advice. I think, it, especially for men, like, it can be a little scary to to say you're in therapy is not... <laughs> not a thing that's you know accepted I guess it is accepted it's just like your ego telling yourself that you're yeah. weak for going to therapy but it's it's all I think bullshit. it's I mean for the men that are scared to go talk about their feelings I think it's way impressive and from a female's perspective I think it's very impressive if you're a male who's going to therapy like that means you are really trying to take care of yourself yeah and that's that's sexy to me. That's like very impressive that they're, that you are looking, not they, <laughs> you, you know, um, that you're just really looking to get a bigger, like a broader perspective on stuff. So yeah. I think we'll leave it there. Take care of yourself. Yeah. And that's a wrap for this week's episode. Thank you guys again for tuning in. I really hope you enjoyed that. Even if you disagreed with some of our opinions, I just ask that you're respectful and just open up a legitimate conversation. I think this is the time that we definitely need to come together. We can disagree on stuff, but we can have adult conversations about it. So this is definitely one that I'm a little bit scared to put out, but I'm going to do it anyway. 
If you want to follow Dana on Instagram, it's at Dana Lee Nutrition, and then you can find me at Better Than Yesterday Pod. And just be sure to let me know what you think. Send me a DM. I'm very happy and and excited to talk to you guys about this episode. So thanks, guys, for tuning in, and I will talk to you next week.